Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 28th of November 2019, The Death and the Rebirth. We've been talking about Mahuika, Atua and Personification of Fire lately, and it honestly couldn't have come at a better time. Well, actually, the ideal time would have been to have grown up knowing her and the other Atua Wahine, or goddesses, or feminine representations of the elements in our taiao, um, and to have grown up knowing them intimately and intuitively and being able to recognize them and me, me and them. Uh, but now is the next best time for that remembering and reawakening. So here we are. And then, in amongst all of that, I ascended to Tiki Tiki Orangi, the uppermost, highest, highest heaven, after listening to Kōrero from Papa Victor, an indigenous Australian man, talking about how we've stopped evolving with fire, how the land and trees over in Australia need fire as part of their cycle uh, for growth. And ite whānau, the shift is already happening, and I just hope that our kōrero over the last moon cycle has contributed to it in some small way. Um, not on Puppet Victor's level, of course, but in some way, I hope that it's helped. Uh, but new moon, new kaupapa, so we must move on to our new moves for the next cycle. And hey, why not continue to challenge our thinking by focusing on Hinenu Te Pō, the atua of death. And just a side note here, um, I have covered Hinenui Te Pō and Hinetitama before when I first started the Atua blog series, but it was more focused on Hinetitama and um, I felt like I needed to cover Hinenui Te Pō again because of this reinterpretation, but we'll get into that um, a little bit later. Um, but so we'll continue our journey of reinterpreting Pūrāko, our stories, in order to strip away the colonial influences and reconnect with the essence of our taonga, our gifts that have been handed down and what they truly trying to communicate to us. So this is why um, I've revisited Hinenui Te Pō um, for this um, cycle of the Atua blog series. And a quick intro for anyone who doesn't know, Hinenui Te Pō was once Hinetitama, the dawn maiden, the daughter of Tāne, Atua of the forest and light, and Hineahuone, the earth-formed maiden, the first woman. And Hinetitama became Hinenui Te Pō and descended to Rarohinga, the underworld, after events that occurred with her father. Um, the only other pūrako I know is Hinenui Te Pō's role in Maui's death, but more on that later. And ironically enough, Maui pops up again, <laughs> like he did with Mahuika. Um, but in both stories, there's a theme of light and dark, life and death, ao, pō, dawn and night. And Hinenui Te Pō could symbolise the balance or the transition between the two spaces and energies. The death of the old and birth of something new. The letting go of what no longer serves us. What no longer serves us to create space for new life to flow. To reinterpret Hinenui Te Pō, her stories, her role in them and even how we recognise her within us requires a reinterpretation of birth and death, death and rebirth. Like it's happening in every second, in every moment, at a micro level, and it's happening over time, drawn out at a macro level as well. We're shifting in and out of these spaces literally and conceptually all the time. For example, Tamanui sets in the evening and he rises again in the morning, the death and rebirth of a new day. When we develop change or take on new ideas, beliefs and perspectives, we're letting go and putting the obsolete to rest in order to go through our rebirth with our new sense of purpose. Is Hinenui Te Pō the atua we can engage with while we navigate this space? Heck, I don't know. <laughs> 
um, but she's in there somewhere, like that's the, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting and I'm going with it, and we're going to see how it goes. Ewan, tēnā tātou, Hanna. Um, really enjoyed writing this and um, making the decision to write about Hinenui to Poor just felt right um, because I have heard Korero and I think I've even shared Korero about the connection between Mahuika and Hinenui to Poor um, with smoking and death, right? So there's that correlation there. Um, but felt that it was fitting as we were going through this reinterpretation of Pūrāko, of Mahuika and her, like, you know, what does redefining the understanding of fire and also of Mahuika as a guardian, as a mama, as a protector and um, seeing myself in her in a way and also her in me um, has made me a lot more comfortable around fire and also um, when I think of Mahuika as well, my perspective has changed and I thought it would be, um, it was only natural to do the same with Hinenui to Paul because how I wrote about her at the start of the year or last year was quite, um, quite different. <laughs> it was, I think, from a very, really limited frame of mind and understanding of, you know, what she meant and what those stories meant. And so this is more of a, I guess a heads up really of what's to come and a little bit of a taste of how I'm thinking at the time or how I was thinking when I wrote this about like it's so relevant to the space I'm in at the moment of trying to refine the purpose or the direction I need to head in um, in the near future, uh, my sense of purpose and all of that and yeah feeling like my connection with Hinenui Te Pō is um, going to be strengthened or I'm going to need to lean into that as I navigate this space. So that's my whakaaro and a bit of a backstory to this blog post. Keen to hear what your whakaaro are. Tēnā tātou.